what I need to do is live in a cheaper apartment, drive a cheaper car, buy less coffee, buy cheaper groceries, buy fewer clothes, take fewer holidays, make fewer investments. And that is the mindset that most people are prepared to settle with. And meanwhile, you're looking at this by saying, hey, I don't have an expense problem. I have a revenue problem. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get licensed and quit my job the next day. That's incredible. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Welcome to Real Estate Rockstars, friends. Today I have for you my friend Aditya Kumar Soma from Windsor, Ontario. He is an amazing realtor, fairly new Canadian. He's only been here about five or six years, three years in real estate, already has 44 doors in his own portfolio. Last year, he and his team sold 175 properties. He's married and he's got a new baby on the way. Super exciting. Friends, let me please introduce you to my friend Aditya Kumar Soma. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui, and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time, and when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Boss. There's a lot of superstars out there that use Follow Up Boss. What's your favorite CRM? We're using Follow Up Boss. We use Follow Up Boss. So we use Follow Up Boss. I love Follow Up Boss. I love it. We have action plans now for bringing on new agents. We have action plans for our recruiting. Uh, we call them action plans and follow-up boss, which will trigger tasks for the agents to do as far as calling. Follow-up boss, I like more for the integrations with everything, MailChimp, call action, all those different products. I will say we used Sync and we switched from Sync to follow-up boss. Honestly, the greatest CRM I've ever used, I've used Brivity, Sync. I've looked at Boomtown, like Real Geeks, just a bunch of different ones. But me personally, I've fell in love with Fub about like seven months ago when I first started using it. I've used Boomtown, I've used Line Desk, I've used Conversion, and I think Follow-up Boss gives you the most integrations mm-hmm. that are simple, and it gives you the best ability to go and integrate large things into one single solitary platform, yet at the same time, it's still affordable. I do like follow-up boss better just because it you can text from the app and things like that. It's just a little more convenient for me. Um, it tracks everything that I need. I can customize it if I want. If I want to go smart list based, that's fine. If I want to go task based, it's fine. I think it's one of the best systems and it's very user friendly. It just really helps me never drop a ball because it's so user friendly. I don't have a one horse in the race of follow-up boss. Purely objective. Follow-up Boss has been the best one that we've found. Now, I've used Follow-up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial and check it out especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet, this will be a great one for you to start with. Thanks again. Now back to our show.
Well, friends, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars podcast. Today, I have a wonderful guest in Aditya Kumar Soma, a good friend of mine from Windsor, Ontario, and I can't wait for you to get to know him too. Aditya, thanks for, thanks for being here today, my man. Thank you, Kutini. It's a honor to be here. Oh my gosh. Well, it's so much fun. And you were saying before that uh, you've been listening to Real Estate Rockstars for, for a long time. Yeah. Tell me about that. Honestly, from the day one, I would say, like, since <laughs> I started to get my license, like, I looked up what are the top podcasts. And, you know, of course, the Rockstar is the uh, best one out there for realtors, right? So, oh, absolutely. Uh, even till the day, always I have podcasts going on from Rockstar. Well, I love this story of, of somebody like you who by many people's standards is, you know, one of the, the people who have accomplished some of the hardest things to accomplish in the industry, still being a student of the industry and still studying and learning each and every day. So Aditya, tell us a bit about your journey. You know, I know that you're an immigrant and I know that you're passionate about real estate and sales and I know that you're passionate about investing. So maybe you could start from the beginning and just tell us how you get into this wonderful business. Would you mind sharing that with us? Sure. Yeah, definitely. I'll be more than happy to. So, uh, first of all, like I'm an immigrant to Canada. I came to Canada in 2012 as a student, um, you know, with a lot of dreams, um, to, to have a financial stability, stability for myself and for family. Um, my dad actually, uh, borrowed money for my studies and sent me here. So it was like almost oh, wow. 50,000 debt for my education. Wow. And where did you study yeah. at? Uh, in Sarnia uh, at a Lambton College um, wow. for a post post graduation in IT. Yeah, cool. So yeah, so I I studied uh, and after graduation it took me like six months to get a professional job uh, because by then I have no clue about real estate um, because my parents they're farmers you know they worked their whole life to just survive wow. so. Um, basically, you know, once, um, once I finished my education, it was like really challenging to get a professional job, um, as mm -hmm. because, you know, as an immigrant, first of all, uh, English was not my first language. I have to get better at it and the, you know, the lifestyle, the whole things are like, everything is different from back home. A lot of things are different. So I have to get mm -hmm. adopted to the new way of, uh, you know, uh, finding a job, finding a comfortable life. So. Um, after six months, I found a job um, in Windsor uh, as a software developer. So that's when I moved to Windsor. Uh, this is in like 2014. Um, oh, wow. you know, before got to professional job, like I, I worked on many different kind of um, part-time jobs, like you know, cleaning dishes, cleaning the toilets, uh, you name it. Like I have tried because you know I want to survive at that time, uh, yeah. and I have like this huge debt. I I've been carrying for my education, I have to pay back. So, yeah. after I got my job, I, you know, first year I was just focusing on my um, paying off my debts, but it was taking quite a long because, you know, I then I realized when I was a student, I was sharing room with my roommates. So, right. the expenses were low. But when once I got a job and I moved here, so now it's my own, right? Like, so I have to pay almost $800 uh, rent and car payment and everything like my savings became lower so mm. it took me like two years to pay off my debts so while this time like you know i was like super frustrated because you know i i want to pay off my debts quickly so that i can go back home just to see my parents um, and mm -hmm. they can come back to visit me because one of the biggest pain for me was like financially uh, i was always away from my family because of financial situation uh, mm -hmm. they wanted me to get a good education 
um, but they didn't have like you know to stay with me financial stability so right. long story short um, i ended up trying different things and started getting into real estate investing and mm-hmm. from there got into sales so uh, long story short now i'm an active investor and uh, i'm very actively selling um yeah. for um, it, this is my third fourth year running uh, in sales uh, mm-hmm. sixth year in investing so um, yeah um, and and last year we sold uh, over 175 doors uh, properties for clients that's amazing that helped yeah wow that's a so, that's a lot to accomplish in in four years man so i i want to step back so i mean you fast track through a lot of stuff that i want to yeah. know more about okay sure. so so you grew up on a farm that's what i heard you say yeah yeah so what this tells me about you is that you have tremendous work ethic now tell me about growing up on this farm where was it tell me the kinds of things that you grew up doing what was sure. the culture of, of growing up where you grew up yeah so i'm from a small village in south india it's called padkal and that's okay. where i grew up um so my parents even till the day they are still doing farming um yeah. so my parents you know they they start in the morning like almost 8 8 a.m and they come back home like 6 7 and they're like physically working right like um yeah. and also at the end like there is no guarantee that they have enough returns for their work um so for me as a kid like i my dad he always tried to avoid me working in the farm because he mm-hmm. wanted me to get education he wanted me to you know um get a good job so that's the kind of mentality he was in but i was always like uh, always try to help them in a way i can um right. still they, they, they always like you know put me in the boarding school so that i don't get distracted from my education even though it was like unaffordable for them so yeah they put me in the boarding school that is like 30 40 kilometers away from our village where wow. you know, I, I i used to see them once or twice or thrice in a year that's amazing to me man wow so you've been away for a long time you haven't seen your family as much as possible you came here you went to school how long was your schooling a year two years it was two years Okay. So year two years, and then you went to work in IT. And then tell me about why real estate? So how did you get, you know, in your mind that you would get into real estate? Tell me about that journey. Yeah, so uh, biggest thing is the financial pain that my parents went through, because, you know, they always like worked their, you know, ass off for their right. whole life, just mm-hmm. to provide good education for me and my sister. So okay but they were always in debt um i didn't understand why uh, even you know when i was working i didn't understand why um, mm-hmm. but one thing i realized when i was working is the job income that i'm, I'm making is not good enough to pay off our debts and live mm-hmm. the life that i wanted because you know i want to travel back home i'm i'm you know born and raised in india so mm-hmm. you know for me um, all my friends you know people i grew up with are in back home so if i'm working here i cannot even go for more than three weeks to india right so that scared me and i cannot afford to bring my parents to stay with me for you know good amount of time because that cost the flight ticket everything yeah. whenever i used to think that you know the kind of life that i wanted it was everything was correlated to money yeah and on top of this um i had a family responsibility for my dad to help my dad to get my sister's 
wedding that is very expensive back home uh, right. it's almost 100000 that was coming soon which was like this is in 2015 um where they are planning you know started to look for a groom for my sister and you know to get her wedding so they were yeah. planning for that and i know that i have to help them financially for that uh, ceremony and it cost yeah. like almost 100000 so all this financial pain was behind me always so mm-hmm. i was always looking for alternative solutions to make more money so i used to drive uber uh, when i was you know working full time and i used to yeah. do in the evening and with after a couple of months i realized you know i'm only making extra like working training myself but making like extra $500,000 after all expenses being a part-time yeah. that that was still like not enough and i tried e-commerce um that i was like you know i couldn't figure out um so i quit on that one and i tried different things to make money because, because you know my my intention was to you know i i have this dis- dream of having spending more time with my family traveling and uh, mm-hmm. you know having the financial freedom right. um so in order to achieve that i was trying different things while i was trying i went to this uh, networking event uh, uh, that was organized by amway you know mlm company so at this event uh, one young kid he stood up on the you know they always share success stories every week so right. this week a young kid shared his story and at the end he says like you know this book has changed my life and i looked at that book it's rich dad poor dad right so i'm like that was I, it I, I, yeah i mean i knew this book for years right like i i heard yeah, yeah. From, because I, back home even you know i was in network marketing i was trying i i was always ambitious i was trying different things like sales um mm-hmm. I was in network marketing back home uh, but I never read books but I knew in the network marketing you know events they always used to uh, talk about this book so right this time I said when this kid said like this was on Friday he told me that you know he told everyone that this book changed her life his life and I said okay I got to read it now yeah because this time I was way more motivated than ever before because I was like That's training right. you know that the financial pain is like killing me i want something yeah. in life so yeah i i picked up the book on friday itself and i went home friday saturday sunday finished the book and no weekend. my brain was yeah and my brain was like whoa no one ever taught me this because i can <laughs> clearly see my dad has the you know poor dad who my dad was educated but he was just working hard in farm because he couldn't get I know he couldn't find opportunities to you know step up he he stayed where right. he was um because of so many financial responsibilities whereas actually I, do, don't they yeah yeah exactly 80 90% you know and my most of our, my circle was like that um mm-hmm. but i knew one of my uncle he was exactly like the rich dad and i mean he never taught me anything but after reading this i can i could reflect like I, I could I was like imagining oh my dad was like this and that's why he never got out from financial pain mm. but my uncle the other hand he was not even educated it was exact like similar kind of story um, yeah and whereas he was like you know he his son is, and me are classmates um, so I knew how what kind of lifestyle his son was having yeah. they always had lot of options and i saw mm-hmm. that you know growing up and when i read this book that's when i realized until then no clue this was happening so yeah, you understood why yeah yeah 
and then immediately i google like because in the book he always talks about assets and liabilities and the assets are rental properties mm-hmm. so and also like you know back home indian people love real estate um, I, I, and that's when i understood why because until then i i, I didn't knew uh, even my dad he always wanted to buy real estate yeah so that's when i googled up okay how to invest in rental properties and then i wow. found a book by brandon turner um investing in rental properties the bigger pockets that's when i discovered bigger pockets so one and you know the, it's a it's a chain like now that's funny, it's like man. a alk so i st- I, I got into that loop, rat hole of reading books and uh, i yeah. understood you know where what can i start with like at that time i didn't have much money because i was still paying off my debts and i have this yeah. big expense coming up so mm-hmm. but in one of the book that by brandon dermer he says like you know you can buy for 5% down i didn't know mm-hmm. until then that 5% down exists because back home 95% of the transactions are cash really so yeah n- most of them wow they're like you know the loans are rare thing only you will see the loans in the bigger cities like mm-hmm. you know where you, you where you find like most of the people live in that cities or like employees they have jobs you know those are the one talks about credit but right. in my village you know where i grew up it's most of them pay cash wow so all of a sudden when i learned 5% hey the next step was house hacking buying a property for me to move in and yep. rent out one unit so that's where the whole journey started i i actually took actions on what i learned so yep. i i i realized i don't have to wait anymore to buy real estate because of the reading education yep. good for you that's incredible you know we always say the the best time to buy real estate was 10 years ago and this is a yep. wonderful story and so i'm just trying to put in place a time horizon so was that while you were still an employee or was that while you were in yep. real estate still- work I, I was still an employee. Uh, uh, this is in 2016. Uh, right. Like I said, like I started my job in 2014, and mm-hmm. for that two years, I was just trying different things. And this is when mm-hmm. I realized in 2016. I think uh, to be more spe- precise, like September or October, I started reading yeah. books. So that's incredible. Um, yeah, and eventually, I found my first property in 2017. Mm-hmm. It, what's interesting to me about this journey is that, you know, here you were a guy from a different country, had only been here a few years and had already learned, you know, all of this information, which many people here with all of this privilege and all of the same opportunities and access will never take advantage of. And so for you, it was a book. It was the connection to family and uncle versus a dad and seeing this pattern of success from your own country and recognizing, hey, this is for me. It's not it's not for everybody else and not me. It's for me as well as everybody else yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's incredible true. and and was that was that part and parcel to the journey for you getting into real estate sales as well maybe walk us through that how are those yeah. things connected yeah so you know initially I, I was not intending to become a realtor um basically i became a realtor in 2019 so i got my first property in 2017 and i had a big goal like i want to buy because now i'm 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 like a bookie like i was reading books and on bigger pockets all the time um, and meeting going for networking events so my goal was to buy 100 rental units in you know five to ten years and retire off of it i want to just financially have a financial freedom and just live a free life doing what i love to do that was my goal so Mm -hmm. 
the sales was not part of it but i bought my first property and then i started to save up and it took me another six seven months to buy my second property um so and then i ran out of money and like i mentioned earlier my sister's wedding was coming soon this is like planned in 2018 so mm-hmm. the wedding happened in 2018 uh, around march um now i'm 100000 debt because mm-hmm. i paid for like that's my dad's responsibility and he didn't had anything he paid like already uh, over leveraged himself to pay for my education so now this was my responsibility and i didn't had any savings because i have put into this properties so right. I borrowed from my line of credits, borrowed from some friends for like, you know, 8%, 12% interest. So that's when like I started to think, oh my God, now I have this goal of buying 100 rental properties, but no more money. And on top of it, minus, because when there is minus, it's hard to save for down payment, hard to qualify for a mortgage. That's right. So that's when I started to think of again, hey, what do I do next? Um, yeah. I, uh, then like, you know, I asked my wife, hey, can you get real estate license? Because I was look, I was by this time I was working with a realtor. She became mm-hmm. a very good friend. And I used to be always used to talk about sales because I always was interested. I did networking, network marketing back home. And I knew, you know, I yeah. have a personality for, you know, uh, I love to talk to people i love to you know meet new people yeah, I'm, i was a people i'm a people's person so mm-hmm. i i enjoy that process and but this is when like i requested my wife to get the license so that i can provide her leads because now right. i'm always investing i can i can buy some properties with her so i can save some commission uh, i can mm-hmm. sell you know with her so but my wife took the first exam and she said i don't think this is for me i i cannot do this uh, because her salary was like fifteen thousand, she uh, fifteen hundred dollars per month. So I, that's why yeah. I asked her. I didn't want to quit my job because my right. job is like you know p- putting hmm, bread and butter uh, for us. Like you know, it's pretty much um, the biggest income. So I don't want yeah. to kill that. Uh, right. But she gave up. She gave up. She said like, nope, I don't think I can do it. And then I yeah. started again going back to the basic fundamental is reading and learning. Okay, now what do I do? So I I. I was so into the sales as well because I learned like this can accelerate. Like I was mm, talking to some other realtors, come investors. I was mm-hmm. asking so many questions on them. They were like, you know, yeah, you know what? You if you sell one property, you make five thousand. If you sell two properties now, like you know, ten thousand, fifteen thousand. That was like, ah, oh, makes sense actually. So just by this time, I had like owned four properties, and all the four properties I purchased with one realtor because she. Yeah was perfect uh, she's an investor and she became very good friends with me and she was very knowledgeable so i couldn't use anyone else so i'm mm. like just me made four sales with my realtor so if i can find uh, five or ten of investors like that so i can make some extra money and continue to invest so that was right. the light bulb and i can pay off my debts i don't want to uh, the biggest decision that helped biggest situation that helped me to make this decision is like 100,000 debt my salary was 4,000 my wife's salary was 1,500 so 5,500 so for food and car payments and other expenses after taking everything off we were saving like frugally two to three thousand yeah so it takes me five years to pay off this debt so I'm like Mm -hmm. do I want to wait for five years to to pay off this step because that means it this time will kill my time and energy and everything so i was like 
heck no. I, I think I have to do the sales so that I can yeah. increase my income. I can buy more rental properties. So right. that's when I decided and I, I started my exams in 2018, like around September. And I got my license in 2019, January 31st. Wow. And I gave my resignation on the next day. <laughs> You're ready to go. Hey guys, this is Aaron Muchistegi for a quick commercial break. And here is a paid advertisement from a guy whose voice you might recognize. Do you want to invest in real estate without all the work? I mean, like incredible returns, massive tax savings, one of the best inflation hedges of all time without all those headaches that come with it. My name is Brandon Turner, a best-selling real estate author with over a million copies of my book sold. And this here is an ad. That's right, a crummy commercial. But I'm actually not selling anything. I'm offering something. You see, I run a real estate investment company called Open Door Capital, where we acquire what's called value-add real estate nationwide to earn great returns for passive investors just like you. We've acquired hundreds of millions of dollars in mobile home parks and apartments, and we recently sold our first fund where we earned our investors over a 35% internal rate of return. And while our past performance is obviously no guarantee of future results, we do believe our track record speaks for itself. Best of all, we have an amazing deal right around the corner right now. So be sure to sign up for our email list at investwithodc.com to be notified when it's open for investment. That's investwithodc.com. You know, yeah. there's, there's something foundational here that I want to celebrate that I, I don't think we talk about enough in our business. And and that's the concept of, of not having uh, an expense problem, but having a revenue problem. And so, so most people, you know, will look at their expenses and they'll say, okay, you know, this is where I meant to be in life from an income standpoint. I make my income that's fixed. I can't change that. What I need to do is live in a cheaper apartment, drive a cheaper car, buy less coffee, buy cheaper groceries, buy fewer clothes, take fewer holidays, make fewer investments. And that is the mindset that most people are prepared to settle with. And meanwhile, you're looking at this by saying, hey, I don't have an expense problem. I have a revenue problem. And here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm just going to get licensed and quit my job the next day. That's incredible. Yeah. So so well done. And so in the in the last year, you sold 170 some properties. Congratulations. That's amazing. Walk us through that. Is that just you? Is that you and a team? Tell us about how you do that. Yeah, so first year, actually, it was by myself. Um, so I, I'll, I'll bring up one important point here before sure. I answer that question. Uh, because, okay. you know, before I quit my job, I actually decided, like, you know, uh, I want to double my salary through sales or else, you know, there is no point. I'm going to go back and do the job again. Wow. So okay. that in was one the decision. In one year, was that the idea? Just one year? In the one year, yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, um, so my salary was 80,000. I want to make 180, 60,000. And I even made a video because, you know, I, 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 sh um, I was doing YouTube, uh, content at this time. Um, so going back to, yes, the third year, uh, was v I, me and my team together sold 175 properties. Um, wow. gross commission, just myself is over a million crazy and that's just in a few years that's a dramatic change yeah. in business that's a third wow. like uh, if you would have asked me like you know uh, told me that you will make million dollars in a year i would be laughing at you uh four or five years ago yeah. because you know i never heard of anyone in my you know network that would like from my family background right like no one ever make that much money so, well, for uh, a guy that just a few years ago wasn't speaking English, you know, wasn't yeah. in Canada, never mind successful, was doing, you know, some IT work. This is an incredible shift. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that, amazing. That's, that's, that's huge. Yes. 
Um, so now I have a team of uh, like five agents, um, mm-hmm. myself and uh, three assistants. Yeah. So, so tell us about the makeup of your team. So do you have buyer specialists? Is everybody doing uh, listings and buy side deals? Maybe just to help us understand how you, how yeah, your team sure. works. So uh, all of them are buyer agents um, because so one piece that I haven't mentioned so far is like biggest uh, uh, confidence that I got is uh, to get into real estate is social media because I was, mm-hmm. you know, learning a lot how social media can change many people's life. So I started doing YouTube content uh, mm-hmm. on the day I decided to get my license. So I was wow. posting videos. Um, like you mentioned, you know, my English was like so bad when I, if you, you know, <laughs> if someone go check my YouTube channel and you know, where you can check the oldest videos. So if you That's see right. the first video, you, my English is like rambling. Like I, I couldn't speak with the flow. Uh, but again, you know, even still now I would say work in progress, but definitely was much worse at that time. So long story short, like I was doing content on a regular basis so the content that i was producing is more of like you know here's the investment property i made here's the you know what uh here's the property i purchased so mostly bringing in buyer leads so right. uh and um i built the team around because you know i couldn't handle those leads like in in my first year alone i couldn't handle the leads i'm i'm getting <laughs> wow yeah so i i hired my first agent in my first year um and then from there like you know many people gone and stayed so some of them stayed yeah that's amazing yep. and so most of those or all of those were from your youtube yeah really yeah, I mean, that's so amazing now i'm doing youtube and instagram and facebook uh, but i yeah. started with youtube strong foundation that's amazing and so how many transactions will you manage this year primarily with sellers i presume are you managing most of the listing yeah. leads yeah yeah, so last year I, I still did uh, buyer leads. So by myself, probably around like 92 or 93 last mm, year. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. This year uh, I stopped doing buyer leads, uh, except like very, very exceptional if they're my family, our friends, direct friends. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, like I'm just focusing on listings. Um, even I'm trying to this year, I'm trying to uh, delegate that listing part as well. So I can continue to produce more content. So my agents yeah. can, you know, perform well. Yeah, yeah, good for you. All right, Aditya, tell me about your journey then getting into investments and how this has looked like for you. So how many doors do you have now, for example? Sure. So um, halfway through my original goal as an investor, to, so now I have 44 doors. Um, That's crazy. That is actually uh, giving me the um, positive cash flow that I wanted for my freedom life, which is like 5,000 plus was my cash flow goal. So, wow. And you're yeah, there right now. Yeah. That's incredible. And this is three years. This has really only been three years for yeah. you. So three years as now, a, I guess yeah, five years from investing. Five years right? as an, yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. I started like technically investing in 2017. Right, right. Incredible. So now that we're talking about it, tell me a bit about how you're doing that. So do you take a, a certain percentage of your commission income that you invest, or do you have some other strategy that maybe you could share with our listeners that you're using to be so successful? Yeah, so I, I do combination of uh, both. Like one is like, you know, I always like, as soon as I have some money came through the sales income, 
I, I'm, I'm investing back. I was always looking for deals. I'm still like always looking for opportunities that meets my requirements. My requirements is mm -hmm. like, you know, bird strategy, like make sure buy a property that needs some lift. Um, I do some renovations, improve the property, increase rent for market rents and go refinance and take my money out. So wow. I was doing most of my deals or bird strategies. Um, and some of them are pre-construction. So pre-constructions, I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, having a mortgage for now. I look for mm -hmm. like, you know, I even invested in Alberta. Uh, two of my deals are in Alberta. So um, yeah. basically, uh, my strategy is like, you know, the money that I'm making. And also along with that, I have uh, raised money on a couple of my deals um, where, you know, I ha um, when I have a like really good deal, um, I bring in a JV partner. So I bring the deal, I do all the, you know, uh, labor job. I do all pretty much like, you know, I, I coordinate the whole project and mm -hmm. uh, my investor brings in the 50, per, um, brings in the money um, for yeah. purchase and renovations. And mm -hmm. I make sure we do a successful burr. So he gets his uh, investment back within six months and one year. And still he owns 50% profit on the, sh uh, on the project. So some of uh, half of my portfolio is like that and half of portfolio is my own like pretty much uh, uh the money i earn from um, my sales and also the yeah. burst strategies i did right like so over the period the properties have been appreciated so i refinance take the equity mm -hmm. out um reinvest back good for you hey guys this is aaron muchistegi for another quick commercial break. But this is something a lot of you guys have been asking about. When we had our mastermind in May, we had a lot of people ask us about coaching, about how can we continue this process? Because so many of the people, so many of you guys out there listening to the podcast, you don't have resources where you are. You don't have other people nearby that can be mentors for you, that you can bounce ideas off of. And this business can be really, really lonely if you're not doing it with other people. So we have just now launched a great, program for you and it's just hyben digital coaching it's it's real estate rock stars coaching and here's what we do we've got a we've got a spot you can go to you go to realestateradio.fm forward slash coaching we have individual one-on-one -on -one coaching where if you sign up we match you up with a coach and we figure out like who's going to be the best coach for you for a couple calls a month it's not that much money it's i think it's gonna be 950 bucks a couple calls a month with a coach that's been where you're going and they're gonna try to help you. And then we also have group coaching for a lot less where you can sign up and you can get in group coaching with groups of 10. And we can do calls every couple weeks uh, with different people that'll guide you through that process. So if you've been getting a lot from this mastermind, but you think you would get a little bit more for some one-on-one -on -one coaching from somebody who is has been exceeding in real estate, go to realestateradio.fm forward slash coaching realestateradio.fm forward slash coaching and sign up. We can't wait to find somebody to help you. That's amazing. So what advice do you have for other agents out there that want to accomplish what you've accomplished? If you could give maybe one or two really, really key foundational tips for someone that's you know three years in the real estate business, what advice do you give? Yeah, so, you know, one thing I have noticed, like a lot of agents, they don't invest in real estate, uh, at least mm -hmm. people I have seen, right? Like 80% of them. Uh, the reason is like, you know, they're, they're spending of spending most of their 
commission income uh, on luxury things or different things so personally i would suggest because you know the sales career is fantastic it's great uh, where you can make good income but um, you need to build wealth along the side when you have this energy when you are you know when you're doing amazing with your uh, sales so mm-hmm. my suggestion is always like you know focus on both not just one like if you're mm-hmm. just doing the sales but never invested you know even mm-hmm. like doesn't have to be active investor right like now i started to be more like passive investments like you know pre construction or like uh, jv partner on good deals that you know people who are doing so i would say definitely invest the money back into business and also that mm-hmm. helps you to uh, speed up your sales process as well because people trust you more when you're also putting your money into the business because that was one they of do. the biggest thing for me uh, it helped me a uh, hugely uh because you know when they see me also doing the same things and i have all the network all the connections right. to for renovation project property management you know different sort of things you need like different trades so now they are more confident that oh if i work with this realtor i don't just you know uh, get the sales help but i get the process the whole process help because he has investments he has you know different things so yeah for 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 my recommendation for any agent out there is like hey invest in in real estate now that's that's one question the second question that i have around this is mm-hmm. what's one big piece of advice that you have for immigrants to canada or to the united states that could follow a trajectory like yours you know you've been so successful you've done so much in such a short period of time you know, you attribute it to a few podcasts, this one and Bigger Pockets. You mm-hmm. attribute it to, you know, reading a book and then the many books that follow. But that's kind of high level stuff. I think there's some yeah. foundational stuff there that that one needs to accomplish in order for that to make sense. So, so walk us through that. So one thing is the fear, because when 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 we are you know new to this country, we are very fearful. Like you know, personally, I was like very scared to even try something new. I used to just follow what you know all other my friends who came before me uh, similar kind of you know background i just followed them but they were living the they were living the life that i i'm not like you know personally can connect to it so if you have some you know if you want if you have some dreams goals that you want to achieve this like it's a blessing to be in north america because there is like a lot of resources available online and offline you know networking through networking groups um online through podcasts you know books and all but um it's you first of all have to look for those opportunities because um, a lot of people just block their mind with the fear that hey this is not for me oh this is maybe for the guys who grew up here um because i used to think like that like i came across real estate in 2014 through one of my colleagues uh, but I didn't even bother asking more questions at that point because I, I, one big concern was like when he talked about like, oh, you can buy a property for like 70000 80000 for a duplex. I didn't understand anything. Immediately, my immigrant mind, I calculated that $80,000 into rupees. It was like, oh, 40 lakhs. That's a lot of money because for me, it was mm-hmm. a lot of like because back home we do with cash. So I put myself for failure. I didn't even ask further questions to investigate yeah. okay if this opportunity might be for me or not i didn't mm-hmm. even do that because i was fearful i i i just mm, um i didn't bother asking for questions that i the information that i didn't know so yeah i i would suggest like you know 
this is a land of opportunities. I, I really mean it. Um, it. It's just the you are the only one who can go after your dreams. So if you're mm-hmm. willing to, and if you're willing to ask people who are doing, who are living the life that you want, you will mm-hmm. get what you want. Wow. The other thing I wanted to acknowledge in you that that I heard in your story was that you were consistently getting around people that had been doing the things that you were hoping to do. It seems like you were putting yourselves in these positions, you were putting yourselves in these conversations, and you were putting your hand up asking questions. And and at, during that time, it seems to me that you were understanding this is for me, this is for me, this is yeah. for me. Is that yeah, yeah. very very uh, you know very good notice there. Like that's super true like because you know initial fear was like you know i don't know anyone right but uh, since i learned i i it's okay to ask because back home the mentality is like you know my mom used to beat me if i asked questions <laughs> I, I, so that actually engraved in me like for years that i should not ask i just need to figure out myself right yeah. But after learning, you know, these books and different things, the more I asked, the more I got. Yeah. And the more I integrated myself into successful people, mm-hmm. because, you know, most of the successful people are always like willing to help uh, other, yeah. you know, other people who are hungry and, you know, ready to take actions. Like they were putting time and energy into it. They were always, That's right. you know, there are many people uh, there to help you. Well, the key thing being being willing to take action. Yeah. And that's one of the key things, you know, all of us folks that have done a lot in real estate, you and me and many others, there's no, there's no like shortage of people out there that were, that want to, you know, get information from us, but there's yeah. a very small percentage of people who we can tell are going to take this information and do something very special with it. And people must have seen that in you. Uh, I don't know what that must have looked like, but it's clear that they kept giving you time and you kept implementing day after day after day, right? Uh, yeah. very very true I, I have a small story to share in this piece because you know please the, the biggest uh, reason for my success is my mentors uh, when I started uh, who is my realtor and my mortgage broker so they are like uh, boyfriend and girlfriend they actually uh, in uh, their investors so she got her license just few months before when I was looking to find a realtor so they started a networking group in Windsor. So mm-hmm. I was the first member, me and my wife, we were the first no members. And we were like, I was meeting them every alternative week. So now I was like, you know, literally shadowing them. And I offered them like, so I used to go work for them, like for free, if they have like any renovation project. I told them like, hey, I'm, I don't have anything to do in the weekends. I'm available. Take my help whenever you need, like, you know, just in return, she wow. helped me to get my first property, even though she is my realtor, right? Like, but she, she they're, they have invested, they have investment properties, so they, they are living the life that I wanted. So mm-hmm. I was working for them, like helping them, like not like, you know, direct uh, working as employee, but more like helping them here and there for whatever they needed. Right. To just and be you're seeing behind them. the scenes how it works. And then you have more opportunity yeah. to ask questions too, because you have that FaceTime, right? That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so much wisdom there. 
Well, listen, Aditya, I want to say thank you for spending time with me today, for giving your time to Real Estate Rockstars and sharing this amazing story with our listeners. I'm certain that there are a number of people out there that are going to be absolutely thrilled to connect with you. I'm sure that they have questions for you so that you could support them on their journey. If somebody was going to reach out to you and ask you questions and relate more closely to where you've been and where you've come from and how you've done so much in such a short period of time, how would they best do that? Sure. First of all, thank you for, you know, um, bringing me here because this is really a honor. I've been following this podcast from my day one and I, I, I gain a lot of knowledge from listening to other stories. So mm -hmm. that's a blessing to be here. And if anyone wants to connect with me, you know, have any questions, any concerns, any challenges you're going through, uh, if I can help in any way, I'm more than happy to. Um, Instagram is the best way um, and YouTube. Uh, it's my full name, Aditya Kumar Soma. So connect me on Instagram. Uh, Very easy to find. Fantastic. Yep. Thank you so much, Aditya, for spending time with us today. I look forward to connecting with you again, okay? Thank you. All right. Take good care. You too. All right. Real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegi jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you like, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents, and we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every punny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate how to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.